Hello and thank you for tuning in to Route 150, a ministry of FBC New Hamburg. Today we'll be hearing from Pastor Sean. He's going to be doing a series based on a book by Paul Todges on anxiety knowing God's peace. Each podcast is a part of this 31-day devotional. We're really hoping to point you to find answers for everyday problems using the Word of God. We believe that every follower has the ability to continue to grow in their relationship with Jesus, and we really hope that this podcast will help develop that. Well, welcome to our podcast today. Today we are on day 19, which is a cultivating an attitude of gratitude. And of course, this is based on our devotional, Anxiety Knowing God's Peace by Paul Todges. And uh, really glad that you're able to, to join us today. And really what we're going to be doing today, I've got like a gazillion verses I'm going to be throwing you away. So you may want to have a pen and pencil handy just to, to take note of those. But it's, it's pretty simple what we're getting at today. And basically, we're going to see how simply being thankful is a key thing in, in, in fighting this, this battle of anxiety. Well, and I think whether we would generally characterize ourselves as someone who is a thankful person or not, likely all of us can relate to um, the importance of it, right? I think we all, especially if we have sacrificed something, we like to feel some gratitude towards those that we've sacrificed towards. If you've got small kids, you know, I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be when, you know, you as a mom or dad have sacrificed so much and it just seems like uh, they don't really care. They don't really get it, right? And uh, I know when my kids were small, I think generally speaking, it, most of my kids, if you took them somewhere or did something with them, they, they were pretty thankful. But we had one of our children in particular really stands out in that when, when we took them somewhere, you know, he was going to say, hey, thanks, Mom and Dad, for, for doing that. And I still remember that. It, it, it meant a lot to me because you knew it, he sincerely was thankful for what we had done. When you think about people that maybe you're thankful for, just in terms of general thankfulness, when I was thinking of that for myself, I was thinking, you know, my coach and, and mentor, uh, is, you know, is probably about 20 years my senior. He has tons of experience, uh, like pastoral experience. But I'm telling you, when he has been such a blessing in my life, and so many times I've been thankful for him because when, you know, things are falling off the tracks or seem that way, you know, ministry-wise, uh, he has been such a huge help. But thankful. I think we know what it feels to be thankful towards someone, and we know what it feels like when th someone's thankful towards it. So really, though, the question of the day is, how does our attitude towards being thankful towards God, how, you know, how, is that, how does that work in this whole area of anxiety? Well, let me just read. Uh, like I said, I've got a bunch of passages coming at you. Probably this first one that I'm going to read, I think, really sets it up the best. So this is from um, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 to 9. You might be familiar with this story, but it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, let me just read it for you. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance. 
and, and lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving thanks. Note that. Um, now he was a Samaritan. Note that also, that's important. Uh, then Jesus answered, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Wow, what a, a powerful story. You know, leprosy, if you're familiar with that disease, it is brutal. And of course, it meant living in isolation. And so it, it, it was just horrible. And, and so here you have 10 diseased guys and they're crying out for help and all 10 are healed but the thing is and what really draws our attention is that only one came back and so what was the difference well for one of them jesus had become not just his healer he had become a savior and you have to understand that and, and as soon as that happened he, he just you know he just instinctively knew that he had to praise god right praising god with a loud voice we're told when we become saved or born again the bible makes it really clear that we are new creatures in christ and it becomes quite evident that one of the the evidence is really that that really genuinely has occurred is that there's this thankfulness. And, and so really what we're seeing here is that this leper's conversion is an example of really a new creature expectation, you could say. And we see this all over the place in the New Testament. People that are, are saved by grace, they just, they respond. You don't have to beat it into them. They just kind of instinctively give praise to God. Colossians 3 uh, verses 15-16 says this, and just listen for kind of all the key things that we've been talking about, you know, the words peace and, and heart and thanksgiving. But anyways, let me just read it. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And then he says this, and this is Paul speaking, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And, and what's really interesting, and, and if you've heard me um, preach at all, it's, it's not all that uncommon for me to make reference to Ephesians 4 in terms of sanctification where, you know, to change, we have to put off behavior and actually replace it by putting on. Well, I say all that because the verse I just read in Colossians 3, there's a very similar passage just a few verses before. Paul says, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of his creator. So he says that and then he goes into the passage that I just read for you about being thankful, experiencing the peace and, and praising God. So anyways, the point being that 
there is some disciplines. There's, like, obviously, praising is something instinctively that we do when we become this new creature. But discipline-wise, there's things that we can do to help cultivate that. And, and so we let the peace of God rule in our hearts. Really, that's the first one. Understand this, when you became a follower of Jesus Christ, and this new creature thing happened, right? There's something that happened. There was a positional change, right? You became, even though you may not have felt completely at peace with God, positionally, when you came to Jesus Christ as your Savior, you were at peace with God. Right? And, and that's different than experiencing the peace of God. And of course, you have to have peace with God before you can experience the peace of God. But this being at peace with God is something that positionally occurred. It, it is based on who we are on Christ. You know, and, and Christ, we, we, so when we come to him, we're no longer his enemies, right? We're his, his friends. Let me just, I'm just going to quickly scoot through some verses just to kind of, remember, we're just looking at positionally what has happened when we have come to Christ. This is John 15, 15. Remember, I said there's going to be a lot of verses coming at you, so kind of case in point. But anyways, no longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. Wow, that, that, that's amazing. Um, back to Colossians, Colossians 1, 21, 22. And you who are once alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, okay, so that's our old self. He says, he is now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you, this is now who you are now, holy and blameless and above reproach before him. Again, these are all positional things that happen when we come to Christ. One more, 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, we are God's children now. So we weren't that before, right? But we are God's children now. And, and what we will be has not but yet appeared, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. Oh, these tremendous things that, that have happened to us. So we've got this peace of God going, like a positional, but we want to experience, we want an experiential part of it. We want, the, we want to experience the peace of God. Right? How do we get that? You, maybe you're struggling with anxiety and, and you know that you're struggling with just being thankful in, in general. Well, you know, if you kind of just even just summarize some of these verses that we're looking at, you, you know, it, it is, it's a discipline where we are trusting in God's Word, like letting that Word dwell richly in us, where we're submitting ourselves to the Holy Spirit and, and being filled by the Holy Spirit. You know, we've talked about the importance of prayer. You, you know, we're, we're really what we're talking about is, like positionally, we are in relationship, right, with, with our Savior. But now we, ex experientially, we are building that relationship and we are learning the riches that we have. Like I, I mentioned my mentor and coach. Like when I first met him, I have to admit, yeah, you know, he had such a good reputation and he was well known in, in our denomination. Um, but over time, like, you know, he's been in this role in my life now for, oh man, well, it probably be since 2010. So we're, we've got some, some miles under us in terms of that. But of course, as I interacted with them and I, I heard his words and I trusted in what he said and, and dialogued with them, I, that relationship built. And, and what happened? I 
I, I, you know, if he tells me something, I really do value it and I trust it because I have been building that relationship and he's been building it with me. Let me just kind of, I know there's a lot of verses coming at you, but it, it, these really do relate to what we're talking about. This is Isaiah 26, 3. You keep him in perfect peace. That sounds pretty good. Well, how do we do that? Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Wow, okay, so it's got this mind thing going. You know what? We think it matters. Uh, Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we see the, the role of the Holy Spirit. You know, remember, when you came to Christ, the Holy Spirit is indwelling with you. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Now, we've talked about this one before. This should be familiar. Do not be anxious about anything. Okay, pretty clear. But in everything, in prayer and supplication, with, check this out, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, what's it going to do for you? Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, um, this, this summer, we bought um, a new-to-us uh, camping trailer, right? This, uh, it's it's, it's kind of neat. We really like it. And one of the things we notice, like it's not, a, it's not an old trailer, but it's not brand new either. And we notice in a heavy rain, there was this one particular window just over the countertop, and there'd just be a pool of water. It's just like, like what on earth is that? You know, nothing happening you know, from the ceiling. And so we figured, well, it's gotta be coming in through the window. It's gotta be creeping in somehow through that. So Eleanor, you know, just with some silicone, you know, it hardly cost anything and it didn't take a lot of time, just silicone and water's gone. It, it, that's all, all we needed. You know, I'm telling you, with this whole thing, with experiencing God's peace and, and being thankful, it's, it's kind of like that silicone and, and, and keeping bad things out. Anxiety, the more thankful we are, the more that we are experiencing God's peace in our life, I'm telling you, anxiety is going to have a tougher and tougher time getting in. You know, I think so often we just want a quick fix, right? That's just kind of our world, and you know, and, and it's so easy just to turn to Google or Siri, you got a problem, and you know, what's the way to, out of it? Or, or, you know, maybe you can relate, and you know, it, you've had a difficult job, and instantly our gut reflexes, and I'm not saying it's never time to, to quit a job, but, but I think often our gut reflexes, well, different job, let's get a new one. Or we've got some relationship issues. Well, let's not really work this out, let's just toast it, you know, let's just move on. But I'm telling you, when we want really long-lasting peace, what we need to do is to be focusing on having a right relationship with God, much of which is about this whole thing of being thankful. Think about what it means to dwell on the words of Christ, right? Because that's what Colossians said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Well, what you're doing is, well, obviously it's assuming you're spending time in God's word, but you're thinking about it. You're letting it sink deeply into you. And singing praise, I think, needs to be a part of this conversation. And singing, I think, is so powerful. I'm not particularly good at it. But have you ever wondered why God created it? Like, this isn't something, you know, some people, um, you know, are, are, are good craftsmen, others are really good at math, and, you know, or, or whatever. The, the way the Bible talks about singing and praising, it's just like, it's assumed that all of God's children are going to do this. Why? Think about that. 
because it's, it's a way to express our joy. And I honestly, you know, I'm nobody's judge, and so if I see you not singing at a worship time or something like that, I, I you know, I'm not going to, I might think of it, no. but I, 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 I always wonder, why won't that person praise God? Like, really, if you think about reasons why we wouldn't praise God, especially in that setting, I think the burden of proof is on you to explain why you think God doesn't want you to praise Him. Right? You know, think about that. Because if, if you have benefited from God's grace, and if you're His child, you have. If you've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, again, if you're a new creature in Christ, you have the Holy Spirit living in you. And, and if you have been feeding on God's Word and appreciating what He's done, then why wouldn't you sing about that? Why wouldn't you give Him praises? It really is such a lame excuse to say, well, I don't have a very good voice, that's why I don't praise. Like, really? Like, who really cares? Um, we are to praise Him, and I think Scripture assumes that His children are going to do that. See, understand, and we, I know we keep coming back to this, but this, in terms of anxiety, this is a heart issue. God is telling you that something is not right inside. And the more, more than likely, if you've got an anxious heart, you struggle with being thankful. You know, I've said this before, but I, I, I don't remember, you know, the last time someone that I would say is generally a very thankful person. I don't remember the last time I've seen someone like that who is also very anxious. In more I study this whole thing, and, and even on our, our study on Sundays on bitterness, there's so many close cousins, and anxiety and ingratitude, are, I think it's very clear, they're very close cousins. Well, anyways, that was a lot of verses to, to kind of come at you. I would encourage you to kind of just check those out, and, and again, but look for that pattern of how new creatures in Christ want to praise Him. And they want to praise Him because of God's grace and the Holy Spirit living in them. And they're just so glad that they've got God's Word to, to, to do, to, to read and, and to do life by. Anyways, I'm, I'm yammering too much here. But let me just give, give you some homework. And this is coming straight out of the devotional book. And, and the first is really just a question for you to, re, to reflect on. When do you sing praise to God? Is it the Sunday gatherings of God's people the only time when you sing praises, hymns, and spiritual songs? If so, why? Right? You know, I, again, I, I, as I mentioned, this is my word, it's not his. Uh, but I, I, I struggle when I see people in a worship setting not praising. But yeah, that, he's got a good question. Like, why, there's... You know, we got seven days a week. Why aren't we kind of cultivating that spirit of praise and singing throughout the, the week? But, but anyways, the, the second reflection is, what changes do you need to make concerning your intake of the Word through reading, studying, and memorization? If you're not sure how to make these changes, find a mature Christian and ask them for help. Wow, you know what? That is so powerful. Just out thinking, you know, just taking an honest look at, at our relationship with God's Word. And, and how great would it be to find someone that we know that has been there and has cultivated this love for God's Word, just asking them to help us. You know, I, I, I think we need to ask that question. And, and lastly, this is something that I ask you to do, and again, this comes from the devotional. 
begin a why I'm thankful list in your journal and add to it as the spiritual as the spirit brings to your mind ways in which God's grace has been poured into your life well there you have it um, again a lot of verses a lot of things coming at you and I hope this makes sense to you but again thank you for your time thank you for listening I'm always so thankful for any time that you have taken to to spend with us in this ministry if we have be of help to you or if this has helped you we'd love to hear from you but anyways take care and we'll see you next time thank you so much for tuning in today we hope that the ministry of route 150 helps you on your road to becoming more like christ as always if you have any questions feel free to reach out to fbc see you next time